This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What happens when you leave a narcissist? Now, I was talking to somebody the other day about the stages of narcissistic abuse and how we go through idealization, devaluation, discard, hoover, repeat. And as you see this happen more and more in narcissistic relationships, we often don't talk about like what are the actual stages that are going on inside the narcissist mind when you leave a narcissist, when it actually goes down not how they expected, not how they planned for it. And not that this is a hugely popular topic, but it is a topic that I wanted to bring up because sometimes people are asking, well, what's he going to do next? What's this going to look like? And while this isn't a cut and dry, this is how it's always going to go, this is a compilation of several different stories, my own experiences of getting to the place of understanding this is something that typically will follow a certain pattern, a certain idea to try to make sure that they feel better about themselves and ultimately you look like the bad person in the relationship. So what happens when a narcissist leaves? Like when, I'm sorry, what happens when you leave a narcissist? Like what is actually processing here? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. The founder of Raw Motivations, the, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide through the Escape Toxicity Challenge, the seven-day day, uh, seven challenge to healing. For $7, you can get lifetime access to a community there that is going through a challenge every single day to help them grow, change, and develop their mindset. And once they graduate from there, they move on to our next stage to be able to help them continue moving forward in that healing journey to the growth mindset. So you can access that at Escape Toxicity. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So what happens when you get ready to leave? The first aspect is like as you're getting ready to leave, and you might even mention this, that you're thinking about leaving, that you think about stopping the relationship because of everything that they put you through or whatever you've said in that moment, there's a big aspect that they don't believe it. Like, I didn't believe that my wife was actually ever going to leave me. Why? She was stuck. She was trauma by it. I didn't think she would actually have the nerve or the guts to actually leave because I knew I was in control of her. I knew I was in control of the situation. And I wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't thinking about how my actions now affected things in the future. So I was like, she's not going to leave. She's going to stay. Like, it's just going to go back to normal. Everything just goes back to normal. I'll keep doing what I do. She keep doing what she does and just keep moving forward. So there's an aspect that a lot of times narcissists won't even believe that you're going to leave. Like, they don't think that it's possible. They're like, why would you even do that? I'm the best thing ever. You're not going to find anything better. Why would you even think about leaving? So then you do. You get ready, you leave, you you ghost, you block, you do whatever you need to do to get out of the relationship. Sometimes leaving, you know, in the middle of the night, sometimes leaving when they're at work, whatever it might be, leaving so that you're out of the relationship and you can actually heal. There's first off this aspect of surprise that that comes from this level of betrayal. So narcissists could have abused you for years, but as soon as you leave them, let's say at a moment's notice, there's this piece of like betrayal of like, how could you do that to me? 
and you're like, do you not remember all the abuse that you put me through? How could you do that to me? They don't really care. Okay, at the end of the day, it's like, you just betrayed me. You just gave up on me. You just, all these stories are going to be coming out. From the narcissist to the narcissist to you, all these stories are going to be coming out. Because there's an aspect of like, you just betrayed me by walking away from the relationship, and then I made hell. That's the concept. That's the idea. Well, then after surprise and this feeling of betrayal, then it goes typically to anger. Of like, angry that you actually did that. Like, how could you? Yes, there's pieces of it being like tears and crying and upset, but there's a huge part that a lot of that stems out of anger. The tears are like, how do I get this person back? The, the anger is like, how could you do this? Because I'm entitled to you. You are mine. You are the toy that I was able to play with and put back on the shelf and then go to someone else and to repeat the cycle over and over and you just walked away. You just got up off the shelf and you walked away. How could you actually do that? It's still that betrayal piece and that feeling of like, I'm entitled to you. I'm entitled to this relationship. I'm entitled to this image that I have in my own head and in the public eye of our family, of how we look together, of all these people saying we're really great. So I'm not gonna even tell anybody because at that point I'm still in limbo trying to figure out how do I get you back. Now, then narcissists has to go through this aspect of gaslighting themselves. Not you, but gaslighting themselves. Oh, well, that's why she left. She left because she's cheating on me. She left because she doesn't care about me anymore. She left because, and there'll be this litany of different things that you've done wrong, which is why you left. Because it can't be their fault. Like for me, it could not be my fault. So it had to be her fault. It had to be that she left me. It had to be that all the affair partners, they left me. I didn't leave them. They left me. I was faithful. I was honest. I was showing up. They're the ones that gave up. So therefore, I'm the victim. So then we go into victim mode. This is where you get a lot of narcissists that avoid any aspect of rock bottom because they're like, well, let me just switch to victim mode. Like that'd be a great way to be able to do this. If I'm a victim, then it's not my fault. And again, it has to be someone else's fault. It has to go back to someone else, changing the script of what actually happened so the narcissist doesn't feel bad about themselves. So then what comes next? A lot of times what comes next or that's already been woven into the relationship is the smear campaign. The smear campaign that sometimes has already been inundated throughout the entire relationship, talking behind your back to different friends and family, being like, I'm concerned about her. Like, she's not showing up the same way. Like, she's acting different. Like, she's acting more frustrated. She's kind of yelling at me. She seems a little abusive. All these small little things that are slowly, like, getting everybody on the narcissist side. So you see this aspect of, like, hey, smearing of let me see how do I need to hurt you in front of others so that you either feel bad that you've done this to me, or you even reach back out because you're like, why are you doing this to me? And then I've got you. Or you get to the place that you start to question that you should have even left me at all because everybody else is saying, why'd you guys break up? You guys seem so perfect together. All these things when they have no clue about the relationship. That's when the narcissist starts bringing other people into the situation of like, let me bring in your family members. Let me bring in my family members to start hoovering you back. To start working as flying monkeys, checking in on you, manipulating you, putting you down, like being concerned, you know, a concerned citizen in this situation when they have no clue of the abuse that's actually happening in the relationship. So this is when the narcissist starts to get other people that can ascribe to their reality, that they can bring under their wing and saying, like, this is what's going on. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've seen this happen so many times where you get out of the relationship and the narcissist starts to go to all of your friends and family. Starts to be friends with all the people that they never wanted to be friends with before. Starts to attend the same church as you when they've never attended church in their life. Like it's all this aspect of like, let me start to get other people under my wing. And you start to have people come to you and be like, are you, are you okay? Like, like so-and-so said that you weren't doing good because of X, Y, and Z. Like they said that you were struggling with something. Like they'll start to give people false information just to get more reports just to get more connection piece to you. Well, then you have the aspect of the flying monkeys, not just being there to sometimes convince you of stuff, but then sometimes to be able to carry out revenge. A lot of times you see a narcissist then become really, really vindictive. This is typically when they start to see that you're consistently holding boundaries. You're consistently pushing them back saying, hey, I'm not coming back. I'm not actually going to do this. I'm not going to actually be there for you. And so you see the narcissist then start to get really, really frustrated. Sometimes it starts to ramp it up in stalking of like being around when he's not supposed to be around, of like following you different places, texting you like, why are you here? Calling you on a bunch of different numbers. Like we see this ramp up with vandalism, with different attacks, with physical, mental abuse that happens all around, like with this aspect of like, hey, I'm going to get back at you. Like you made me feel this pain, I'm going to make you feel this pain. And the narcissist wants to come after you over and over because you took away their control over you. So you'll see them use the flying monkeys, then you'll see them a lot of times use revenge, vindication of like, let me do what I need to do to you because you're not going to do this to me. You're not going to reject me like this. You're not going to take away my privilege of you like this. You're not going to make me look bad to everybody else. So like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make you hurt, to give you pain. Now, one of the best ways for a narcissist to give you pain is to bring in a new supply and to post it all over social media, flash it in front of all your friends and family, and make sure everybody knows that he finally found the soulmate because you were such a broken, awful person. This is what happens. And so you start to wonder, like, wait a second, is the new supply actually getting everything that I wanted? No, because they're not getting everything that they want, which might be the same or might be different than what you actually wanted but it's going to be held back. There's going to be this piece that a new supply oftentimes is a trigger to try to get you back and try to trigger you to run after the narcissist so the narcissist feels better that there's someone still running after them because everybody else in their life keeps getting pushed away. New supply helps the narcissist then focus on the next thing. Let me go the next person, the next thing, it'll be all fixed. The next person doesn't know me, doesn't understand anything that I've been through. So I can paint the picture how I want to paint it. I can phrase it how I want to phrase it. I can show them that I've been a victim here, that it's not my fault. That's the concept of like bringing in the new supply. Now, the crazy thing is people are like, they've got a new supply, so they're not coming back. And I'm like, no, like that's still the piece that you need to understand. A lot of times they'll still try to come back. They'll still try to interact because the new supply is not fixing the situation. New supply is not changing the person that he's claiming to be changed, even though you're going to think that for a minute. You're going to wonder, oh, maybe he is changed. Well, then why is he still texting you? Why is he still popping up in your life? Why is he still interacting? Because a big part of it is a narcissist will still hoover even when they're in a relationship, even if they have a kid with the new relationship. They don't care. 
They just care to keep lines open and channels accessed so they can interact with all their previous exes whenever they want to, to get an emotional, physical, or sexual high off of that person. That's all it is. Now you might see throughout this intermittent spots of begging to come back. And you're like, why are they begging? They dropped me. They don't care. I left them. Why are they actually begging? A lot of times the narcissist will beg you to get to the place so they can discard you. You discard the narcissist. They're like, this is frustrating. I lost control. How dare they reject me? I'm entitled to this person. So it's like this aspect of like, let me do whatever I can to get back with you. And then it disappears. Then the intimacy stops. Then the connection stops. Then the communication stops. Then they ghost you. But then they get to the place where they have the upper hand. And a lot of times you'll see them try and do different things that you wanted them to do in the relationship. So you're like, oh, they finally get it now. Let me get connected with them more. Let me actually engage with this more. But they don't get it. It's just another way to be able to manipulate to hoover you to get you back in. So you need to understand regardless of where you are in the relationship, regardless of where the narcissist is in the next stage of how he's acting to you, there's always a chance that he's interacting and acting a certain way to get back with you to even dump you or to get back with you to have control. Hoover does not mean care. And so you need to be able to understand that clear and concise, that Hoover is control, about controlling you. Hopefully this makes sense and hopefully this helps just understanding some of the stages. Like what stage are you on right now? You're like, right now he's gaslighting himself. Right now he's smearing me. Right now he's sending all his flying monkeys. Like what stage are you in right now? Write that down below so that people can identify, oh, I'm with this too. Or you might find someone that's in the exact same stage as you that it might be a great person to connect with. Of like understanding, oh, this is what's happening. How are you dealing with this? How are you processing this? So we'd love to have you interact with me. If you want to help with your healing and to move forward, you can interact at rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be a part of your healing, growth, change, and development.